Hello, this is Michaela Folks with the Unbound Podcast, where we talk fat loss and fitness while having a sense of clarity, joy, and freedom for the body and the being inside it. You can find out more about me or more on these matters at MichaelaFolks.com, as well as on social media by the same name. Okay, hello, my darlings. It's Michaela. So I wanted to talk about a fat-burning zone formula, or really the fat-burning zone formula. And what this means is um, where your heart rate should be when you are exercising in the effort to make sure you are undeniably pulling from fat for the fuel that you are using. So um, diet is always going to be number one when you are wishing to lose weight. But there are many factors that can help your efforts and exercise is certainly one of them. Um, Most people truthfully that I work with do not actually exercise despite losing weight. So please know that you don't need to exercise and you certainly do not need to exercise tons to lose weight but it is helpful kind of essential for an overall healthy body Um, so i always help hope that people get there Um, i promote walking and lifting weights Um, other things can be great but those are really great foundational Uh, activities to do with consistency until the day you die, hopefully. Um, But at any rate, uh, exercise can certainly speed up your efforts. And exercise done intelligently and in an educated fashion can absolutely help you just to stay on a straight course um, and really pick up the pace for your the desired change uh, that you have. Okay, so at any rate, So there are a variety of steady state um, exercises that you could do, but walking is a really easy one. Walking requires no equipment. Walking um, is something that we do in life, period. Um, And walking is something that tends to keep us at a pace that will keep our body in a fat burning zone, um, our heart rate. So I just wanted to give you a formula to plug your own age into and therefore have a range that you can then reliably um, aim to put your, uh, how much, uh, what do I want to say? To make sure your effort, your effort level falls within these two numbers, okay? And so a lot of people also think like, you know, more is better, faster is better, harder is better, And that is not always true. And certainly faster or harder is absolutely not great weight loss wise when you do it for a long duration. So high intensity intervals, um, workouts that are considered like metabolic conditioning where you're doing a circuit of sorts, all of that can be very useful for weight loss. But the whole deal is that, and lifting weights as well can have an element of intensity that elevates your heart rate. Um, but the whole deal with those exercises is, is that you need to rest, that you need to have um, periods where you're also backing off. And I'm going to talk about that again. So I want to give you this formula. I want to share my numbers. Um, and then we'll just talk a little bit more about um, 
you know, having potentially a variety of exercises or types, approaches um, that give your body different things that can help amplify your efforts as well. Um, But this is a really good um, formula to know. Um, And it is also walking or doing some sort of low intensity, steady state cardio is also really effective for fat loss. Um, And the reason, well, we'll get into it. So anyway, this is what you want to do. So you want to take 220, you want to subtract your age. So that number that you, that you get, that you regret, (laughs) you want to have, you want to, oh my goodness, you want to multiply that times 0.6. So essentially you're taking 60% of that number that creates one number. And then we want to take that first number, so the 220 minus your age, the number that we got there, that's your maximum heart rate. That's what that is. And we want to multiply that number again times 0.7 or 70%. And so the two numbers that you get, 60% of your maximum heart rate, and then 70% of your maximum heart rate, between those two numbers is your fat burning zone. That's your range. Okay. And so if we were to do this for me, that would be 220 minus 46. That's 174. That's my maximum heart rate. And the truth is I do go above that. Um, but whatever. Okay, great. Um, and then for my fat burning zone, I take 174 and I multiply it times 0.6. So the low end of that zone is 104.4. And then I go back and I take 174 and multiply it times 0.7. And the high end of my zone is 121.8. And the truth is what a lot of people will feel, especially that do exercise with some regularity, is that that feels low, that that feels insufficient. But the deal is, it's not. And so if fat loss is your thing, check it out, see where your range is and aim to stay in it. And the deal is like, if you don't have something that's going to measure or give you feedback about your heart rate. So on a treadmill, you know, there are typically sensors that you can hold on to that I think truthfully are relatively accurate. Um, or you could use something on your person if you wanted to, all good. But some other markers, if you didn't have some sort of apparatus, is to sweat slightly, to still be able to have a conversation, and to be able to go for ages, okay? So all of those factors will let you know that you are in a fat-burning zone. So... um, So the reason why faster, harder for longer is not better is because when we ask for fuel quickly, the body will wish to pull from sugar. It has to. When we ask for fuel slowly, the body will easily pull from fat. So if you've ever noticed, like people that often like walk a ton tend to be slim, um, And it's because they're asking for fuel slowly. So their body naturally and easily pulls from fat. But when we ask for fuel quickly, 
our body will need to pull from sugar. So that can work. And I'll talk about this in terms of like how to make that work for you. But if we're just grinding it out for an hour on an elliptical machine or on a treadmill at a super high pitch or pace, um, what will happen is our body will move through that sugar reserve, which is small, and then it will more than likely jack up your hunger and also potentially start to mine your muscles for sugar and also potentially break muscle down for fuel. So you can actually, and I've done this deliberately, there was a point in time where I was doing um, mostly kettlebells for my workouts and I was using really heavy weights and I got very strong and also very big for me, like blocky. I did not like my shape. And so there was a point where it was like, you know what? I actually want to whittle muscle away. And so that's what I did. I did steady state cardio at a medium to high intensity to like literally burn muscle. And so I would not encourage anyone to do that. That's not a smart move. It's great to have muscle. So if you want to burn fat and not muscle, you want to keep the, the, um, the intensity low. And so that range, knowing your range can undeniably keep you there. Okay. And so the thing that I want to say also is that, so, you know, what about, what about more intense stuff? What about high intensity intervals? What about, um, people call it like Metcon. Um, and really that's like a circuit, So it's like, we're going to do jumping jacks over here. We're going to do squats over there. Um, You know, so many seconds on, so many seconds off. And what about lifting weights that really like jacks up your heart rate? All those things can be great if done consciously. And the big thing that's consequential is to make sure you're having a bit of rest in between your work periods. So I will just say this, like I always push my fat burners to advocate for themselves wherever they might be, whether that's surrounding eating, drinking, exercise, going to bed at a certain time, whatever it is, you need to listen to your body and you need to do what is best for your body. It does not matter what anybody else is doing or what anyone else is telling you to do regarding like an exercise class. So at times, I'll just, I'm just making this blanket statement. So this could be self-induced thinking like, I've got to go, 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 go and not rest. More is better. Or you might be in an environment where there's some trainer or person leading your exercise, just telling you to like, go, 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 no breaks, keep going, like harder, faster, like, you know, keep it up. And it's like, uh, that actually can be against the effort. So if you need to take a moment, do it. All right. But the whole thing, and the truth is you actually do need to take a moment. So I have made this blanket statement, and I think this is a good guide to go on. If you're doing high intensity intervals, overall, I would request that you don't do them more than twice a week, that the, the entire workout is not more than 20 minutes. Like, I, that's what I'm going to say. I'm like, maybe half an hour? No, I think 20 minutes. Actually, if we're really working and for your work period in your intense intervals to not be more than like 
to be like 20, not more than 20 seconds to 30 seconds. And so with high intensity intervals, we want to work in our work periods and we want to undeniably rest in our rest periods. So backing it way down, stopping. Um, So a workout that I love um, that I'll just share here and I hope it actually is useful. Um, There's a stair climber interval workout that I adore and basically it's like 20 seconds on like as fast as you know as fast as this stair climber can go and then backing it way down for the remainder of two minutes so essentially it's like I start to like ramp it up like 10 seconds before because it takes a little bit um so maximum working harder for 30 seconds and then essentially resting, recovering for a minute 30. And I do that like I warm up for five, I cool down for five. So it's like I'm doing that for 30 minutes working for 20. Okay. So that's just like, for example, that is what I do. Um, that's one thing that I do. And so, and then I will actually get on a treadmill for another hour. That's like my crazy, um, at a steady, slow, steady state, staying within my fat burning zone. That's like a really effective way to drop fat fast. So it's like, you're kind of using the best of both worlds, meaning you're doing a high intensity interval that liberates fat for fuel, that undeniably keeps your metabolism up with this request um, this repeated request of asking for energy. You're not overtaxing your body because your work period is actually quite brief. Um, so you're not running the risk of my- breaking muscle down, mining your muscle for sugar. And then again, the duration is not that long, 20 minutes, so that you're not making your body go for sugar, jacking up hunger, um, reinforcing something that you potentially don't want. And so to me, it's such a sweet spot. It's like the best of all worlds. I highly encourage it. And then we've mobilized fat for energy. We've jacked up our metabolism. We've, we've created some, like a good expenditure of energy in a way that protects our muscles, still enables us to stay in a fat burning mode if we are already there or we're not reinforcing a sugar burning mode regardless of where we are. And then we're like, now we're going to go work a little bit more in a way that's super duper comfortable. I, rec- I like at the very least finish an hour out on a treadmill, something like it, or do another hour. If you really like, if you want results faster, like this is just something to do. Um, this is what I do when I want them. Uh, and then staying in that fat burning zone with, uh, my heart rate. Uh, what was I going to say? So that's a really useful tactic. Um, I use it typically twice a week. Um, and at like, yeah, probably my lowest weights. I think I've used it twice a week. Um, but at any rate, and so, so whether it's high intensity intervals or like a metabolic conditioning class, or lifting weights, you have to rest in between work periods that are intense. 
And so if you don't, you will jack up your hunger. You will potentially run the risk of mining uh, your muscle and or breaking it down. And feeling exhausted, feeling depleted, and definitely like feeling hungry. And so one thing that I think was not so obvious to me before I learned about fat burning and got into a fat burning mode is that if weight loss is your objective, never work out to the degree that it actually increases your hunger. Like that's actually foolish. That sounds counterproductive because it is. But the thing that I never knew before was that it was actually an option. So the way to not jack up your hunger, to have this win-win situation where it's like, I'm expending more energy and I actually don't require any extra food because the fuel that I've been using or the food that my, the fuel that my body needs is coming from the fat on my frame. And that is a smart way to work out. Okay. So please note that if you're like, damn, great. I've earned my burger and fries. Yeah. Let's go out for pizza now. Like the worst that will just like keep you in the same spot because it is, I think we all are aware of this. It's so much easier to eat calories than it is to actually expend them. So don't let exercise be your main source of weight reduction. Do not expect exercise to be the main thing that helps you in your efforts. Your diet will be but exercise can absolutely amplify your efforts. It is great for your health, period. Again, I advocate walking. Please lift weights. Like a strong body is a youthful body. A weak body feels old. Um, and then there's so many like positive hormonal implications from exercise, whether it is of the more cardiovascular kind or with uh, resistance training attached to it. It's like, I should know. <laughs> I, at the very least, it's like insulin sensitivity. At the very least, it increases human growth hormone. And with it, um, it helps create a more uh, positive and supportive environment for testosterone. Um, at the very least, it helps with estrogen actually being lowered. Um, estrogen is a fat, like creating hormone, honestly. We did a little segment about estrogen dominance the other week. Please listen to that if you haven't. Men and women can be estrogen dominant. And the more you are, the more fat you will have on your frame. But it's an option. Um, but anyway, there are so many positive uh, hormonal uh, responses to exercise. So please know that it is valuable, but do not rely on it primarily for weight loss. Okay? I think that's it. I think that's all I want to say. Um, you know, I feel like one thing, um, again, like, so maybe final statement just around duration. Um, the more, like, if time is a very precious commodity in your life, do, like, using high-intensity intervals and stuff like that, more concentrated workouts, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, fabulous Great, 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 great. And you are someone who heavily needs to rely on your diet. If you have the time and the bandwidth and the interest, you can add steady state 
cardio to stuff like that. So you're spending more time, obviously, doing this. And you're going to just, like, speed up your efforts. Um, but the whole thing is that you do not require exercise to lose weight. And so I think that a lot of people, when they want to lose weight, they think they have to spend so much time in this effort. They have to exercise endlessly and they need to like spend so much time like meal prepping and crap like that. And that is something I am so clear with my perspective and current fat burners that it's like you do not. Um, one thing I love about fat burning um, and fat burning pro is that basically you save time and you save money um, because you are eating less often. And the thing that's so cool about it is like, oh, doesn't that make sense? Like if we need energy, like, and we want to lose weight, let's use what God has given us <laughs> from our past behaviors, the history that we are wearing on our body from all the choices that have come before now. Um, it's very uh, efficient in so many ways. It's freeing, it's simple, it's easy. Um, so if you are someone, and primarily my love, my pop, the population that I adore working with the most are women over 40, but I certainly work with men too. Most everyone is over 40. Um, some have been in their 30s for sure. But at any rate, if you're someone that is looking to lose between 8 to 15 pounds in a month while having more energy and slowing aging, please check out Fat Burning Pro. It's so exciting for me to get to see, like kind of see the like eye-opening mind shifting um response when people both hear how something could work better for them how weight loss could be simpler easier more comfortable and for them to get to experience it themselves so if you're someone that is just ready to have what you want and to do it in a way that is infinitely more strategic, um, especially if you feel like age is a hindrance in this effort, please check out Fat Burning Pro. Please check out unboundfitfound.com um, and peruse our five steps. Um, I'm so excited. I'm going through a coaching program to amplify my business. And um, anyway, so I just kind of rewrote the steps that we go through um, so if you want to check that out to see what it takes, <laughs> our process, um, and what it takes to get in a fat burning mode, stay in a fat burning mode, and really like live this for life in a way that enables you to have your cake and eat it too, to make weight loss easier and weight gain harder, which is like a superpower, um, please check things out at Unbound Fit Found. Okay. Um, I hope that was useful. I hope that was great. Please be in touch for any reason. Love to all and until next time.